0: Yeah. welcome to the bones horror podcast this is episode 73 lamb versus twin peaks pilot i managed to say it um <laughs> how we doing guys we've got larry with us hello hello and we've got you
1: hello
0: no jeff still she's uh still sorting stuff out su- sorting out her shoes and whatever else she's got to try and squeeze into her new place lots to do there um busy week this week lots of films i've watched obviously doing two or three movies anyway as part of the show and then whatever else we watch but um just been a really crazy week and then like today i've literally just got in from watching my uh, local football team play probably the best football team or soccer team on the planet and losing 4-1 but never mind (laughs) um we were doing quite well until a dodgy penalty um and then it all went wrong but yeah so i've literally not been on long at all so uh but you know lose win or draw you've got to support your local team that's what i say um so we've been up to you in
2: uh, I mean, a few things. I I finally uh played Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I went to uh my, my friend's place in in East London. It's weird. It's weird going into East London because because I live in central and you have got uh, in quite a sort of like a lawyer heavy sort of area. So you sort of often see people in suits or in sort of like gear and stuff but when you go into sort of cross into East London I did, did on the bus you get so many it's such a difference because there's just so many trendy people it's very much the sort of like the sort of left wing hub a cultural hub of like London Uh and so I was a bit sort of, I, was, I was slightly intimidated because I was like nowhere near as cool enough to be there was that that sort of thing but um, but yeah I play, played D&D and I actually enjoyed it much more than I was fearing that I would Um it's great yeah, mainly because it wasn't um it, it I mean it was taken seriously, but it wasn't taken as seriously as I was worried that it might be. Like yeah. in that sort of thing where I, I I was just worried that I wouldn't get the rules right and I would like st- stump the game or whatever, but it was very it was very chill and sort of and there's like an element of like improvised theater to it which I quite enjoyed. Yeah. Just sort of like I, I mean we spent like I don't know an hour just like our characters just talking in a in a tavern, and that was like it was, yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was really fun. It was really enjoyable. Um, so yeah, I did I did that yesterday. We played for a few hours actually, and it was good. I enjoyed it. Nice. They say it's great. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love. <summer>. it again. <laughs> Yeah, I was
1: gonna say I love it. I love every That's time. That's all I've got to say.
0: <laughs> uh, that sounds interesting. Not that I've ever ever done anything like that
1: ever. Give it a go. Know. I think I think you'd I'd like it. Like it's I think one of those... a bit old. No, I mean, honestly, like... I think I think it's, it's one all you young, things. trendy
0: East End people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, just all of us just on the streets like playing some DD, just rolling yeah. the
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Right. So Larry, we've been up to
1: um still filming. Um, so that'll be going on probably through to the summer. Um re uh so watch some stuff uh finally saw the batman which yep yep stuff. <laughs> uh that's going to be my reaction just that little gif yeah. <laughs> um, Babadook. You, but... not... you liked
0: it didn't you you must have
1: liked it you're going to speak oh, about it later i'm gonna speak about it later oh, okay. oh i'm excited <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh i'm gonna speak about it later it's gonna I've be a got, long one. It's gonna be I, a long yeah, one. Guys. I literally I'm dedicating <laughs> probably like oh what you know like what we watched this week. It'll be that's my dedicated segment just to yeah. the Batman. I,
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna direct my questions towards you as well because I have questions about that one. Yeah, yeah, no, go for it. Like it's, again, it's um, yeah.
1: I uh, but yeah, other than that, um, yeah, not much. I went for a really decent um walk around the area, which was really nice. Uh, and I think the weather over the weekend's been. Pretty decent, so yeah, nice. Um, nice. It, it was a good time to do it, but yeah, that, which, that's which, which,
2: which area was the walk?
1: Oh, uh, or... uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like, just Emsworth. like around, yeah, Emsworth, just around like Portsmouth area. All right, well, I was in um, Farlington yesterday. Do you know Farlington? No? I've heard of Farlington, but I don't think yeah. I've been to Farlington. Yeah, it's a bit windy there. <laughs> it's a bit windy.
0: Watch, <laughs> watching kids football soccer. Um, yeah, yeah, a bit windy. Um, so we we got two films. We want to talk about um lamb which uh i had to get a subscription for movie is it Mubi? M-U-B-I? Yeah, Mubi, so i had to get a subscription for that on my uh like apple tv um so yeah that that, that was okay so it was like there's a few films so i think it cost me 10 pounds for the yes, month, for um, month but there are a fair few decent films on that um so yeah i've Watched about three already off there so I probably got my money's worth pretty much. Mm. Um, and this Twin Peaks, um, episode one pilot. Well, actually, it's not,
2: it's not episode one, it's well, it's, it's just it's pilot. pilot, yeah. You episode know. one comes afterwards, which is oh okay, strange. just to confuse me even more, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I
0: <laughs> so it was directed this Lamb, which is 2021, a folk horror film. Um, I should have done an intro for that, really. How can I explain it? Um <laughs> a, there is a couple and they live in where are they? Are they Iceland. 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 Yeah. Um so they live there and they uh raise sheep, not for is it for wool or is it for eating? I'm not really sure. Um but they raise sheep and one day a sheep is born and it has kind of it's part human part sheep um and i'm not sure if that's an iceland f- thing or it's just uh, just in the movie basically made up stuff i'm not sure yet i'm sure larry explained a bit um so and and it's about that and what happens and and their relationship with the uh um what would you call it is it is it a lamb or is it a, what is it
2: I sort of call it a lamb. So child. what is it, lamb yeah. child? It's basically or human like... lamb. Yeah. It's so it, so, yeah. so it's 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 a it's a lamb's head and a child's body, human child's body.
0: That's like yeah. a like a one of its hands isn't a hat, it's a hoof. Or yeah. It's,
2: it's all it's all like mixed.
1: So basically, it's like it's got like everything. a a lamb's head, a human body, but then one of its feet is a hoof, yeah. and one of its hands is a hoof. But
0: this is what I found. I when I'm watching it, right, because there are certain animals I look at and it makes me hungry. So, like... <laughs> so, I, I'm at... I'm, I'm looking at this this lamb and yeah. uh, wondering what it would taste like. And if you t- were to eat it, would it be cannibalistic for us humans or would it be just like having a kebab? So, <laughs> so Specifically a kebab. To, so, yeah. to me... That's that's yeah, that that that's what I what I thought about it. Um there's lots to say about it. So anyway, so it's directed Ooh. by Val Val Valdemir Johansson, is it? Yeah, um, I think starred yeah. Numi Rapass or something and uh Hilma Snare G- okay. <laughs> So they all sound like footballers to me. <laughs> um
2: <laughs> I think they're very sort of um Scandinavian names um so yeah I think oh, we love sort of we love
0: thing. scandinavian people that, <laughs> and lambs
2: as well so um
0: uh, mm. um at a rotten tomato score of what are you thinking guys
1: oh i don't i'm gonna say 70s i want to oh, say yeah. like 71 72 maybe
2: this is an issue because i i suppose it depends on what you're going for whether because i'm not sure if the critics or a lot of the critics liked it or, or at least yeah. loved it so I, th- I, yeah, I-, I reckon maybe in the seventies, my like Lawrence says. I
0: think at the moment it's got eighty-three. Oh, that's oh. good. So, I'm happy about yeah, that. It, 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 it's, it's good. Um, welcome to the show, Dan. Um, mm. he likes his lamb child. Yeah, so Dan's with us as as ever. He needs to have a think about his hot pick later on. Yep. Um, <laughs> and and a, and a box office of three million. Now I don't know how much it cost. Um.
1: I actually don't either. S- special
2: yeah.
0: effects
1: on maybe a few million on the oh, land Yeah, yeah. Or maybe one. It million.
0: wasn't. It looked real
1: to me. Mm. What, was it? No. <laughs> I think. I think. I think they,
2: got, they, they have, cast. They cast yeah. a special. Because, a like, special, I can, I, a special lamp. Yeah. I could
0: think. You no. Know, to me, it's like, oh, it's fake, and, that, and then you, Larry, goes oh, that was real, Kevin. I'll be like really.
2: So, <laughs> well, like, I. I well, it's, well, well, yeah. well, I have to be honest. I. I actually. <laughs> I was actually luckily they don't do it too much, but I, I the the CGI is pretty good for what I assume the budget was. Yeah. But there were there were times where I just was just like, yeah, it's a, it's a CGI head. I I, I, yeah. I don't know. It's because it's because it's because it, it might be that thing where it's like obviously this creature doesn't actually exist. So I so I know it's ah. fake in my head. So I'm able to sort of the, see the fact that it's fake in some way. The um, eyes
1: the eyes were really good. I think, yeah yeah how they I convey mean, like the emotion like just yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah, but I agree with you. There, there are times where you look at it on the screen, and yeah, so that that's like there's an image on the screen, for instance, for audio listeners, where they're, you know, one of the parents is walking the child lamb, and it's in like a coat and you know trousers, some boots, um, and yeah, like those scenes, I'm like, that's yeah. that's great, but it's it's specifically like close-ups, especially like yeah, at exactly. the, dinner, the dinner table where you're yeah. like those bits i'm a bit like i agree with you where it's like i but i think it goes to what you said because you know it's not real like that yeah, can't you yeah. so just like something's I think,
2: off yeah and I, th- I think that also i mean despite what i said I, I think that does contribute to uh the kind of you're wondering if if this is actually real whether or this is like through the parents imaginations and uh, stuff like that but what i found interesting i i, I think the main reason why it's it's very noticeable is because at, at the start of uh, uh, this film opens with like loads of um, sort of shots of sheep basically sort of sh- showing the feeps uh, the, the feeps the sheep's faces and everything and mm. I, I I was really interested in how they shot that because they they shot the sheep's faces as if they were human it, it was a really it was a really weird effect because yeah. I'm not sure if I've ever seen that in a film before really I'm not entirely sure what the what they did sort of um camera wise but they they, they just all, they, they pretty much like gave them expressions which mm. uh, which i think is a really difficult thing to do like and of obviously none of it none of that was cgi but it was just like it, it was a and you sort of and i think that's a really and i mean a lot of this film is very very visual there's no there's barely any um spoken exposition at all it's very much told i mean you, you could turn the sound off for a lot of this movie and and know exactly what's going on um yeah. and uh and you get, you really get to like these sheep because they're they're treated as if as if they're people in mm. in, a, in a strange way. And that, despite what Kev says about just seeing a, a, seeing a, a lamb kebab, I was mm. I was very much invested in in, <laughs> in what these the um, sheep sheep sheeps are doing. And I, th- I think that kind of because in the film, um, so this this sheep gives birth to this this lamb child, and these parents well well not parents they're this this couple who live in an isolated uh farm i think it's in north iceland um decide to sort of raise it as their own um and then afterwards the lamb child's mother like keeps on trying to get in contact with the child and i i loved that because i was just (laughs) like it's just (laughs) because again it's, it's that it's that thing of just like it is it is humanizing the animals but i think there's a kind of i i again i I, my favorite word is i think it's all up for interpretation in many of this stuff Uh, i think (laughs) and i um, (laughs) and it's sort of um uh it's it's enjoyable to watch that unfold and it's um yeah very good and, and and Dan's yeah. just just a message mm-hmm. saying, and now Larry will tell us that the lamb child only was imaginary, and that was my thought too for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was uh,
0: thinking that for a bit, yeah.
2: Spoilers as <laughs> aliens. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, I'm like, I I,
1: the, I I think this film's yeah, as I've said probably before on the podcast, um, I think it's really, really good and an effective story, and yet the story. Is kind of out there, uh, a lot with a lot of force stuff that they put out. It's very out there. But what I do like about the film is that I believe it's hinted at, or at least um, kind of touched upon, that the these two, this couple, have lost a child. Yeah. So it's that thing of wanting to like ha- have that experience with a child. And I think where this lamb is born with obviously human appendages and stuff, it's almost like a miracle. But I think what's great is that similarly to what we were just saying about the um when the mother, the actual lamb's mother, is trying to find her baby and kind of chase it down. And obviously, spoilers, but the um, one of the main characters, um Naomi Rapace, she uh ends up killing the Mother Lamb, and it like, was horrible. It, yeah, yeah, I hated uh, that. It was so, yeah. Sort of,
2: oh, it you feel
1: you, you feel you feel like just like oh, this is a like why and it's juxtaposed perfectly, I think, with the ending and how it that all comes about because it's almost like oh, revenge. I I take it as I take yeah. it as like a, like two things of almost like oh okay this lamb's going to be raised by because again in the in the trailers for this film it's when you if you re-watch the trailer on youtube it's very clever how it does the end uh and showing you the title because it's almost like mother and lamb so i almost interpret it as they it's almost this this the male which is basically a humanoid lamb (laughs) um i think it's in how I interpret it is that his intention was I'll leave the lamb here to grow grow up and I'll come back and I'll take you know the lamb back but I think at the time when he comes back obviously for the audience and for the characters they're like well shit I really like
2: like how that because he's like what he's like like seven or eight foot tall he's basically sort of like a almost like a sort of centaur or a fawn that kind of again that kind of classic kind of human animal melding but I, I really scary. yeah exactly and i but i really like how they built that villain up so quite subtly because mm. i think he only had like one brief appearance before the end which was when uh the brother wakes up um in the in the lamb shed and he sort of sees a, sh- a shadow of that of that sort of monster and you're sort of wondering what what the hell is that and then eventually gets the end so i think it's built up very well and very um precisely in some ways um i it it, but it's also quite funny with this film because you were mentioning how um it was saying that the parents lost a kid um -hmm. it's funny with that because that i I think that was in all the marketing materials for the film and everything um that in sort of like the log line so to speak was that you know parents lost child but it's funny in the film itself it doesn't actually reveal that until yeah, about yeah. an hour into the film so yeah. I, I actually wonder if like um whether it was a 24 or wh- whoever whatever pr was in charge was sort of saying look we've got to we've got to sell this film <laughs> and yeah. it can't just be the fact that these this couple have a la- have a lamb child we've got to have some Sort of trauma or, or whatever, in order to get or something human yeah. in order to get it, people in, in cinemas to see it. Um, yeah. and I and I, I quite I, I wonder what the uh uh director thought of that whether that was uh because it's clearly intentional. And I, and I actually think it were, I, I actually think structurally, I, I reckon they sh- he should have had that scene sooner in the f- yeah, sooner uh, earlier in the film because I think it, it works to have that kind of conflict rather than put it at the end um yeah so i think it was a wise move but i i do wonder what the director would have thought of that (laughs) well they they did a similar thing with midsummer
1: um which you you know for anyone who's seen midsummer if you go and watch the first trailer they released for that the trailer completely is not the plot of the film which i think tricked a lot of people uh understandably which is why when they went to see it in cinema they kind of were like well it's not a kind of you know it you know all i would suggest is go back and watch it and then just see how they manipulate it to be something yeah. it's totally not um but yeah no i think i think i i just think what's the only the only part of the film actually that is when i was watching it the first time which i was a bit like i'm not too fond of this but then when it kicks in and with the how the character develops you're like oh no yeah but it's just how the brother is dropped off in their scenario yeah, you yeah. Know, he's just kind of thrown out of a car and you get yeah. that like he's in trouble himself like in a sense of he um he's kind of not doing great so he's mm. back with his brother again
2: but it's just very convenient that the people yeah, who drive all the way there like <laughs> <Yeah>. get out <laughs> and, and and i was a bit worried about that as well when that happened i was like oh okay so they're gonna put in a b plot here to sort of fill up time so to speak luckily yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't exactly that i think they actually hounded it quite well and it it brought a sort of history to the family um and and sort of it was quite i i really i mean in some ways i really hate the brother but i really like um because the brother's obviously more uh in tune with civilization shall we say than the parents the parents have clearly chosen this sort of isolated lifestyle although you can kind of get hints from the mother that she's not completely satisfied where she is but in any case it's sort of he comes in and he's sort of like almost a voice of reason in some ways and like i think it's about 50 minutes into the film i think i time checked it when someone finally says what the fuck is this (laughs) and i think it's it's such a funny line and it's you know and it it, is a testament to how um uh humor can be used in these sort of like strange and haunting movies and it can often elevate them when you get someone who finally acknowledges how how batshit crazy this whole this whole experience is i think that kind of allows the audience to to get with it um mm. and uh i think I, I i quite like i quite like the brothers arcaneus in, in a strange way and i think you can you can really sort of go deep into I'm gonna say the word again, interpretation about how yeah. about how he sees the lamb child, about you know, because there's a kind of um uh, again, we can go and go to a lot of this, but you can kind of see things like um the parents' presumption that they can raise the lamb child by themselves. There's a kind of almost like a slave master situation, like the sheep mm. the sheep are our slaves that so we own them. And so when there's a lamb child, of course it's ours, we can take it for yeah. ours, so it's ours yeah. already. And then with um with the brother, there's a kind of I don't know. There's a kind, there's a kind, there's a kind of weird prejudice in, I mean, weird in every sense of the word, um, uh, uh, over this lamb child. And there's a kind, I mean, I, I mean, this is my personal thing, but I, but I kind of, at the time, I thought maybe there's a bit of like ableism here. Maybe maybe there's like elements of it where it's like, almost like, uh, I don't know how a lot of people, well, some sort of prejudice people might see like disabled children in, in that sort of um, situation. and, uh, and it's a really uh, it's a really interesting it's really it, it's just it's just seeing how certain people react to certain things. And also, I think that scene where the where the lamb, where, where the lamb child, when they're sitting down, I think it's for breakfast or something. Or I don't know yeah, I'm yeah, sure, yeah. And um, the parents are there and the brother's there. And then the lamb child comes in, Ada, uh, she's called. Um, and then he, he, the brother sort of looks. I, I love I, I love how. I love those sorts of scenes where where I'm sure if it like I don't know in a in a lesser movie maybe the brother would jump up and scream or yeah 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 or or shout like what the fuck but it's done so sort of subtly and silently which I think I I think would be a more realistic thing in some ways because I because I feel like I don't know I I I feel I I I quite like the fact that it's like repressed and yeah it you yeah. know he doesn't say anything at first and then he does to his brother it's it's a really well tailored um scene yeah. it's just such a well put together film I think i mm. i thought they were a lovely
0: couple um yeah. I think they worked really well they seemed to get on as well didn't they but like, did they argue at all? no well, I,
1: I know I't remember I can't remember. the 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 wife and the brother have like history yeah which is a bit weird and and it's it's very much like yeah and and i think but (sighs) i think those kind of factors make the film even better because i think it kind of shows the fact that these two have accepted that this lamb is their kid now and i think that yeah the way the film goes and similarly to comment that uh put in they feel comfortable to be like oh yeah you know like we haven't got eyes on this lamb and there are there's moments in the films where you do feel genuine panic like it's a child where it's like you know oh no could she have fallen they mentioned like oh there's a there's a river and if she falls into it you know it will just take her downstream and i find that there's moments where you're watching it where just for a second you forget and you're like yeah it's a kid and you're like no it's a it's a lamb. It made human landed.
0: noises, didn't it? It didn't. Talk, yeah, like, but
1: yeah, well, that but was I that was because of the end creature, like the end, um, the end, you know, um, man lamb. Let's call it. Mm. Um, I think it's gonna. I think the idea was that it was gonna grow into something of that validity. So that's why the emotion on both of them is very much the same. Because the one at the end seems like proper like as if it knows what it's doing yeah um yeah. and i think obviously that's what the intention is for this lamb to kind of follow in that footstep. i wonder
0: where he lived i wonder if there's a family of them
1: well i think uh, he,
0: he just goes out and bangs
2: sheep occasionally <laughs> and, and then, well, i think yeah. i i, I think he quite, did didn't he yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i think there's a sort of um i mean it's uh, the the uh Man film's ran co-writer or screenwriter is um i, I can't pr- quite pronounce his name but i think it's like sean or sean or, or something it's only like one word title and he's a very he's he's an author and he writes a lot of things that, like mixing like fairy tale and folklore and stuff like that and you can see with that sort of closing um when they're walking off together the man lamb and the lamb child that's a very kind of i feel like that's a very failed fairy tale image um mm-hmm. and incidentally sean is um one of the writers. I think he's a co-writer of um the Northman. Um that's Oh well. Up. Um so that's, that's, that's made me feel that's made um, me feel
1: a lot more at ease uh, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah. There
0: man rams in the Northman.
1: Man rams. Right, it's the whole Maybe. race of man rams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All just with their wangs hanging out. As I yeah, was quite yeah. surprised to see that just shot in my face just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably not the best wording there. <laughs> that I used, but didn't you used hey, see you know. man rams.
0: Well, you can see man rams.
1: Yeah, you can see man rams. I ram. didn't see that. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a, maybe. Hey, maybe it's just Internet Plus that has the man ram. ram. Yeah, probably go, <laughs> I probably got an editing version. I, right? I didn't yeah. see any man ram. Yeah, there's, there's. there's it's not like it's like... not. It's not anything over the top. It's just it's a full shot of the whole man ram, and it's just <laughs> on a hill overlooking, and it. Just oh, has yeah. has its has its bits and bobs, you know, just hanging from Yeah, free. yeah,
0: just well, they would, wouldn't they? Really? Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have just stuck a pair of cacks on, would he? And I've, guy... have, I've yeah. stuck a pair of just... <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a pair <laughs> <joke>. that <laughs> would or look G- odd, yeah. wouldn't it? That would look really <laughs> odd. A man ran wandering around with just a man kini on, all right. So I mean. really...
1: <laughs> <laughs> a man ran with his mankini. Yeah, <laughs> it would look
0: very odd. Um and it would. <sighs> now I'm conscious of time, um, as mm-hmm. we've got so much to get through. Personally, I love this film. I'm so glad I watched it, and I can't believe I didn't watch it earlier. Um, And I will be watching it again soon, obviously, because there's bits I've probably missed. It's shot beautifully. Um, It did feel... Do you know what I said about, is it in Wales originally? Mm. But it kind of had a feel of... It could have been shot in Wales. Mm. um, With that many sheep there as well and everything else. And there are man rams in in Wales. I know that for a fact. Mm. Um, So... (laughs) It was just, it was beautiful. So I'm really pleased we we did this film, and I would give it eight boners. Yeah. Okay, that's how I feel about it. It it was good. I wouldn't say it's a horror film at all.
1: No, no, uh, it does. It has horror elements. Yeah, and it does play upon them, but I think the horror elements come more from the shoot. well, <laughs> well, yeah, and and, and and like protecting like. Children and like you know like in that th- sort yeah. of yeah.
2: parenthood of and, and I sort of wonder whether like um because similar to the lighthouse because I actually in some ways I don't think the lighthouse is um like I just to be clear contrary to contrary to care <laughs> I, know, I, actually I really like the lighthouse um uh but I I actually don't yeah, me too just a I... different <laughs> version of you <laughs> but I, I actually consider the lighthouse not to be so much a horror film I I, I think they sort of. It put yeah. horror elements in it in order to make it more sellable in some ways, and I think they've yeah. done the same with Lamb. Yeah, um, yeah, Because yeah. I think I think at its heart, even though Lamb's really weird, at heart it's a uh, you it's know a domestic drama. parent drama. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah they just that's, put that's really, but, but I still think it's um, it's still very haunting, and I and I think that last scene is quite it's quite frightening and as well.
0: What a well behaved mm. Lamb.
2: Yeah,
0: It wasn't naughty at all, was it? No at all. No. I don't remember it misbehaving.
1: No. Or... no. I think it's like I think sh- it's just a nice like, and I wish my kids were like that. <laughs> there was there was a um there was a really great campaign as well that A24 did where um basically with the release of the film, uh not the recent release, but where it was shown in, in um festivals and stuff, they basically had a limited time offer where if you entered a competition you could win a sized version of Uh, And it it was, it was, you can still again, you can still search the advert on YouTube, but obviously it's like it's expired now. Mm. But it's little things like that where I don't know, I think it adds to those sort of films. So, yeah, I'd I'd agree with you though. I'd agree with you though. I'd say, I'd say it's a solid eight out of ten. I think it's really good. I think yeah, if you take into account, it's not really a horror, but it does have the horror elements. But I don't think that takes away from the enjoyment. But
2: yeah, yeah, I, I I would I'd probably say eight as well. Actually, um, I I was I was quite curious because I I sort of let it kind of fester after I watched it, and it was, I was sort of sort of had it in my mind for a while for for a few hours after I watched it, and I was really I was really curious as to why they played. Um, uh, I can't remember the I can't I think it's like a. At, 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 a piece by handle at the end, which I think Ooh. I've only ever heard before on like Stanley Kubrick's Barry Lyndon, and I was wondering why why it was used, but it was really um it was really oh yeah <laughs> Dan's just message saying like the lighthouse, yep they drank the same amount in Iceland, <laughs> I'm sure they did, yeah, um yeah, they did but, drink a lot
0: in one scene, didn't they? they yeah, fair... yeah 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 they had a
2: great they had a great time together, um uh but I, and you know the the uh, the film isn't perfect, but I I I, I kind of like that I mean it's not it's imperfect in the sense that I, I think a lot in the same way that I think a lot of um, first film efforts are imperfect just just a little there's just little kinks that haven't been worked out but but I still think it's a very good effort and I think it's um uh, bring as you say not exactly a horror film but it's but it's it's still very haunting I think
0: I think there may be a few another film connected to this maybe, maybe. you know in a universe. Maybe a goat, the Man, <laughs> the man
1: Ram man Island. Yeah, 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 man yeah, Ram, yeah, Man Ram Island. Goat Boy. Um, <laughs> just, just a series of films and a box set. Just oh Yeah. <laughs> we start yeah. with the Lamb, then we go to Man Ram Island. Man Ram Island Two: The Reckoning and Goat <laughs> Boy.
0: <laughs> man Ram versus Goat Boy. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be that's yes. yes, goat boy. This could be amazing. Um. Anyway, so like that's eight overall. That's that's amazing, really. So I enjoyed it. Um. Bit different. Very different. My son walked in and went, "What are you watching?" <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like yeah, it's a little lamb that's got <laughs> legs and walks about in jeans. Yeah. Crazy stuff. <laughs> But anyway listeners go watch that it's amazing. Um so we move on to uh this Twin Peaks. Um not it's season 1, I mean, it's the pilot. And it's not mm. episode 1 apparently, it's episode pilot. Yeah. Um episode pilot. <laughs> so it's created so I remember this came out in 1990,
2: 1991. Mm. Nice yeah
0: I don't even know if you guys were alive. I certainly um, was because I wasn't.
2: No.
1: Maybe in another life, but not this <laughs>
0: I, I, I can remember being in love with Audrey quite well
1: mm.
0: at that age and thinking, wow. <laughs> wow. So it was created by Mike Frost and David Lynch. He was done a lot. And I know you guys like David Lynch and you'll tell me all about it in a minute. Um, so yeah, 1990, budget of forty million. So you you both you both love David Lynch, don't you? I know you do.
2: I am the one who loves David Lynch. Okay. No, no, I am terrified to say that I yeah. like, that he says he likes a lot of them just not his more experimental <laughs> Yeah, so base, basically so, he, David um, Lynch films. What what has he done that we've
0: most people would have heard of? Let's uh, go, Blue,
1: Blue Velvet, uh
2: Elephant Man, Eraserhead, Mulholland Drive. So um, Raised a
0: Head, that's a classic. Yeah. Um, elephant Man, obviously, about a yeah. lad who looks a bit like an elephant, but he's mm. not an elephant, though, is he? No, no. It's just disfigured.
2: Yeah. Um, what else was it? Uh, the Wild at Heart. Um, I, don't know, I don't know that one. It's, it's, it's quite a good one. Um, <laughs> the Straight Story, which I think is the most normal film he's ever made. Okay. Um, about an old guy who travels across America on a lawnmower. Uh, <laughs> and that's not that's that's not even the strangest film he's made um, <laughs> but he's a very um i well i think the best the most appropriate use the the most appropriate term for him is he's a very sort of surrealist filmmaker um in that he doesn't he it's, it's never straightforward with him he's very much a um again favorite word a very interpretive uh f- filmmaker in that and he he's very much interested in how in dreams or, or like a, at least a very dreamlike atmosphere they tries yeah. to capture. Um, he had his whole sort of um, philosophy is like transcendental meditation, which is uh, from the vague understanding that I have, it, it's sort of like being sort of spiritually aware and meditating like several minutes a day and sort of going into a sort of subconscious space. And you can kind of see that very easily in his films. And I think, that's what makes twin peaks so interesting in that um, because at the time I don't think television was as um, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't really geared towards art house things really at that time. It was very much a, a commercial endeavor, which I think is why Lynch didn't really want to. He, he was quite apprehensive about going into television um, because of its commercial aspects. Cause he in some ways lynch was like he was he was primarily an artist he was primarily a painter and he painted lots of things and and he was then interested in animation and then from animation he sort of went into movies so it was almost it was almost incidental that he went into filmmaking um which is why i think mark frost is there because mark frost he worked on many television shows he worked on yeah. uh, hill hill street blues which is a very popular cop show in the 80s and he was he was the one that gave the series structure i think and uh he's the one that sort of managed to sell it to to, to people david lynch is essentially the, the great artist uh, in, in in all this whereas mark frost is very much the sort of <laughs> make it sensible <laughs> it, at least as mm. sensible as it could be um yeah. in, in that time um which are, which i think is possibly why the, tw- the new twin peaks twin peaks return is 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 Quite different from the original in some ways. I haven't uh, seen it. Yeah, like I, neither have I. I think like. the return is far more abstract and it's much more slow. Whereas in the original, it's far more. They, they need to keep the pace. up. Well, I say keep the pace up. The pilot at times is actually quite slow, um, and I think that's good. I, I think it kind of eases you into this strange little town. Um, and I, th- I think I think I I think this may be the, the third time I've watched the pilot. Um, mm. and I keep I keep forgetting things as, as a, but I, I really like how the moods change so much like from sort of dark, bleak, atmospheric, um, there's Audrey, a picture of Audrey. Um, um, yeah, it goes from dark, at atmospheric, and then suddenly a really funny bit would happen and then suddenly it goes to a romance story and you've got so many elements to this that um, mixes so many genres together that you can see why it inspired loads of tv shows like it inspired things from like gilmore girls to the sopranos you know this is, yeah. this is the range of things that it inspired yeah. because it's like got so many elements um attached to it um and it's it's just so overwhelmingly odd that it's it's almost i mean the, 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 this is the thing really is that um I think this is why David Lynch above like most surrealist filmmakers is best known because it's kind of there's a sort of weird realism to it in that I don't know things keep happening all at once as if it it were happen- to happen in real life and it's often really funny like I mean the scene where they first um so it's the basic premise is that um a uh, high school prom queen uh is suddenly murdered, she's found by the side of a lake. Um, wrapped in plastic the sort of um, it's quite a famous phrase or you know, wrapped in plastic um and uh and they uncover her and when the like cops show up to sort of like take pictures and some uh, as I, I was like uh, there was sort of like you know 17 year old girl it, it, it's quite it's quite horrible scene. you later find out that she was raped multiple times it's, it's quite horrible but during the scene where they like uncover her the The guy who photobraser Andy just suddenly like bursts into tears and he's just yeah. like stumbling with, with the camera and he just can't he just can't do it and it's it's play for laughs it's it's a really funny oh. bit and it's like a, sort of it sort yeah. of mixes in this like ultimate darkness of the of the whole thing and and you get other surprises like when. I think it's is towards the end when Sheriff Truman, who's like the main sheriff of, of Twin Peaks, and Agent Dale Cooper, who's played by Carl McClacken, who's like the FBI agent um, that's called in to investigate, um, they're following two suspects. Like, it's like on a dark road, and uh, they're following them. And then Sheriff Truman goes, oh, I, th- I think they know we're catching up to them. And then uh, Dale Cooper just turns to him, just goes, Give me a donut. <laughs> You're like, what? Where, where did that come from? Are the donuts in the car. And that's another, I mean, that's another thing is that there's it's that kind of stereotypical image in some ways of like you know policemen love donuts and so they really go heavy on that. They put like piles of donuts like on, on a table and it's like it's a really weird image. And there's there's also this other um, scene where they're simply just walking into an office or or an interrogation room. And there's a table, and for like no reason specified, there's like a uh I think it's it's what a deer head on the table. It's like you know, one of those things you hang off, and it, and they sort of look at it and it's just like, well, what's that doing there? And then one of the assistants just goes, Oh, yeah, it fell off. And then that's, that's just that's just like, and then the scene ends, and you're like, What? <laughs> um, but it's those elements that really sort of like define Twin Peaks for what it is. And it, and it's quite interesting. I forgot that in this pilot. Um, uh, there's no sign of the Red Room or, um, or, or or stuff like that that comes in later or at least actually um, I watched the because there were actually two versions that exist of the pilot yeah. there's the original version and there's the international version um, they released the international version because uh, it, it's, it's it's weird that they wanted to release it almost like a feature film for people in Europe um, I'm not entirely sure what the reasoning behind that is, but I, but I guess it's because like television wasn't as international as it is now, I guess. So it's, so then maybe they just wants to release it as a film to see how it do maybe. So the international version has a very closed ending, but yeah. um well closed in, in some sense. Does it say who killed her? Yeah. So they, so Bob, interestingly, so I mean, and Dan's just mentioned Bob actually, um, Bob isn't actually mentioned in the original um, uh, pilot, but he is in this. little Laura Palmer out there. Nice, nice. Yeah, (laughs) and that's wrapped in plastic as well. Yeah, Um, she's definitely wrapped in plastic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But Bob, I don't think, is mentioned in the original pilot, but he does appear um, in the international one as a way to sort of resolve who killed Laura Palmer. Um, And it's interesting in that, some of those scenes that were used in the alternate ending were later used um, in in further episodes, like the Red Room. So the famous scene of the um, of the dwarf um, dancing um, and speaking backwards with Laura Palmer beside him in the Red Room. That that came in later, but it's also in the international version. So clearly they shot that and and wanted to use it. They just didn't know what for yet. Um, and And I would say it's a very in some ways it is a very inferior version because they wrap it up essentially um and yeah as that, dan saying everyone watched twin Peaks. i was so scared to, to death of bob and yeah bob is fucking frightening yeah. um i mean he's, he hasn't appeared it, again as i say it didn't really appear in the part except in the international version but seeing him in the international version is still quite scary even though they sort of they overused him i think in the international version compared to what because because i think part of his fear factor is that he only appears for a brief time to scare the shit out of you and then and then sort of retreats yeah. back and that sort of contributes to his sort of evil spectral presence in the town um yeah. but, but it's did, funny yeah yeah, yeah, go, yeah
1: go on oh no I, I was just gonna say one thing i do love about the episode is i i like how <laughs> essentially laura is the main character of the whole episode yet she's in it for seconds yeah and i think that that's i i like when a show can do that when it's um you know similar to uh spoilers just in case for anybody but it's kind of reminds me similar vibes of gone girl in a way where you know for anyone who's seen that you know that in like the first half is very much it's all about you know this this woman who's 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 gone it's like well where is she and I just love it when you can have a focus on a character that you don't really know as the audience, and you're like, I have no clues. First time yeah. I'm seeing this person, and yet they can have such an impact on the characters and what they're doing. And similarly, like you say, like when the reactions of this body, and you know, you have the officer then starts crying, and it just adds that level of it's good. It's good writing. I just yeah. don't. For me, it's nothing to do with David Lynch. <laughs> I just don't like his experimental work
2: yeah yeah but i but i but i but i I think there is like um i mean it's interesting how i mean with lynch a lot of people like often the the topic is is how weird he is and how sort of he can he sort of like puts things on screen that you sort of like unsettle you in some ways but it's also how he uses that to create emotional scenes as well like like there's a kind of um I don't know that Laura is a kind of, I don't know, everyone knows Laura in, in some manner or another, are often unsav- for often unsavory reasons. Like yeah. um, even though she's a 17 year old girl, lots of like, you know, 30, 40 year old men seem to be sort of like having sex with her and and, and so this she find out later, but it's a kind of, um, it, it, she has sort of created such an impact and, but she has this sort of exterior of being like really sort of innocent and whatever. But I think also there are really interesting scenes where, again, it sort of contributes to the sort of spiritual aspect of it. And I think that is very Lynchian where, um, I mean, you can put down to intuition as well, where um, it's just before they announce to the school that Laura Palmer's dead. And you see the best friend before it's announced, she clocks what's what's happened and that she's there. and she suddenly sort of bursts out crying um in a sort of like ma- manic way at her desk and I think I I, I really love that aspect of it because uh because I mean I it, it's that sort of sort of spiritual in- it sort of intuition that you sort of know something's happened um and I and I it's it's it, it, it's really uncomfortable and it's terrifying and, and, I, and I think it's it's in some ways it's quite realistic you know because I think you know there are times when uh like something traumatic or potentially traumatic has happened in real life and like i don't know you get a text or something and you can like ascertain from that text that something bad has happened it is that kind of i don't know that kind of situation that i that i re- and i think he sort of um uh, captured it in that and obviously there there are so many things in this pilot that are just like introductions so you get sort of snippets of different characters like um there's uh, the log lady who's only seen briefly as she like flicks the um she's uh like...
0: she's fucked isn't she
2: <laughs> what do you mean what, what in uh, the like, head or be
0: well yeah i, I... generally <laughs> i am going to be honest with you right yeah. um that's, that's 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 good dan Lynch is probably a word or <laughs> well i am what i've got we will probably get on Lynch i don't yeah. get yeah. How, I, I don't get how that's game like, so... i
1: i i haven't played that game word it's or... good
0: i play it most days
1: i don't yeah. get it
2: i don't i know you have to get is that's the one we have to guess letters and it's like yeah you know, so there's right. five letters and it makes up a word and you have to guess the word and you have right. to and they tell you whether um the letters are in like in, in those the right letters place. don't fit in this word, or yeah, a letter is there, but it's not in the right place so here to reorder it slightly. Um, it this took me a while why... to get to it. This is why, we... <laughs> if, if he is a Wordle guy, this is why he
1: just we wouldn't get on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Someone stop watching now. We mentioned Wordle. That's... sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. Don't
0: monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> 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 um, I put the DVD on. And it looked terrible, the version I've got. Really, Mm. how how was your version, Ewan? It was all right. Um, But I mean, the quality is just like... And I've watched better on YouTube than I've got on my DVD version. Mm. Um, So I was quite annoyed about that. So I got halfway through and it was beginning to annoy me quite a lot that I Mm. switched off. Um, And I know I was meant to watch it all. I'm (laughs) I'm pretty sure Larry would have watched it all, wouldn't you, Larry? So, like... (laughs) Possibly, I mean it's a bit. So, that's <pretty> um, secret <laughs> revealed. Yeah, so I mean, it's like it's
1: like yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, four, 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 4 K. It's, it yeah. looks
0: four K on Internet Plus. Lovely. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah no, to be fair, I wasn't. I, well, admittedly, I... I wasn't a big fan um of originally. Like, because I was told to watch it yeah. in college, and I I did give it a go, and I didn't get far. Um, and then i was told later around uni time to re-watch it and i was a bit kind of like well okay and then i gave i've you know given it a go and i actually have to say like, don't, again david lynch is a director and i think his ideas and everything and, and what he brings i think are great and i think his films and also tv i think really lands i haven't seen the new Twin Peaks, obviously, like the newer series. Yeah, me neither. But I'd be interested to give it a go and see, but yeah, like I said, the only thing I'm not a huge fan of um, is just the experimental work, because as much as I think he does great plots and he knows what he's doing, I just don't want to sit for four hours and watch him paint stick it wasn't for four
2: hours though, <laughs> was it? it was it was <laughs> half an hour <laughs> no but there was
1: one there was one that he did that i was shown that was four hours long there was i could literally I, these are the three like the name there was another one where he was on a boat yeah the uh, boat. yeah like and, and and he has the camera and he just pops it down like clearly resting on something he's chilling on his boat he's out in the night he's like we're on a boat <laughs> he
2: doesn't say that, we're... so we're going to no, drive we're... into the no, night. That's it, that's it. We're driving <laughs> it's into the a...
1: night. This is not a <laughs> film. It's just just him. No, filming right. him he he basically made like a collection of experimental films in his own uh, like I imagine in his spare time. Maybe some of them were planned, uh, but he basically made like a collection of uh films and i don't know if he put them i i want to say they're on like a special disc that you have to buy which is all of his experimental work because i've tried to look for those videos online like just on youtube but I, I can't yeah find i mean
0: i i don't mind stuff of, like that yeah
2: like, i mean I've, I've got the david lynch collection mm. and it has those has those, yeah
1: yeah that's some, that's the that collection that. i'm probably thinking i watched like
0: experimental stuff at christmas like with a guy with a like a orangutan puppet thing um that was all that was all that oh that, yeah that, that, that,
2: i just came into my mind what you were talking about so i'm right, right? at larry's uh excellent <laughs> project it is excellent as well i really
0: liked it but i thought it was quite experimental especially that the, is, yeah. especially the christmas <laughs> day episode it was amazing <laughs> was it christmas day on new year's eve anyway it was a really great episode Chris, go yeah, out there and christmas watch day. it um we'll put a link in uh the youtube um, <laughs> I can't yeah, wait to see
1: what people think of that. I
0: think they would like it. I know Dan would. He'd love it. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: no, please give it a go. I think <laughs> Hear my it's really right. high pitched voice. I think that it's, I it's,
0: is that you? Yeah, that's me. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes, Dan. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <As I> said, <laughs> yes, Link.
1: <laughs> Dan wants to yes. link.
0: But there's some good stuff of uh, Larry's online. Um, I'll leave you a link, Dan. Um, just gotta find it. Go it through the maze. Very, <laughs> it's some very good stuff, actually. I should put Jess's link on there as well. She'd love that. I could, if
1: I could just picture Jess's <laughs> maze <Earth's face>, like. <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> no!
0: Nah. So w- we are fifty-two minutes in. Um, now, I think we've spoken a lot about this. And do you want to continue, you in, or shall we just write it? Uh, no, I, I think, really I think that's good. At... I really like the first that. two series. I haven't watched the film, whatever it was called, something to do with fire, wasn't it? Yeah, Fire Walk with Me. I haven't um, seen that. Every time I try and buy it, it's really quite expensive, so I've held off. It's
2: good. Um, it's good movie. And um, that would I, follow
0: the second one, or is that before? What? How is
2: it in the? It's a prequel, so it so it takes place oh, okay. um, before the first series. It basically follows Laura Palmer's um, adventures before she gets. So it's actually
0: released. Laura's in that, is she? Yeah, 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 yeah. She okay. she plays a more prominent a part. live version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I need 15. to sw- I need to watch that then. Um, mm-hmm. so for me, I'd I'd give it a seven. Um. Yeah, it, it is good. It's quite confusing at times. I really like most of the characters. It's got Agent Smiths in it as well, isn't he? Agent Smith.
1: Oh yeah, yeah from from Matrix, right? Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. I've only seen The Matrix once. Do you want to watch Hugh, it a few Hugh, more times?
1: Hugh, huh. Hugo Weaving. Oh no, Hugo, Hugo,
2: Weaving. Weaving, Hugo Weaving is not in. 20. He's not he, in it. No. no,
1: I'm just, I'm just thinking of now The Matrix. No, not. Yeah, I know few...
2: Hugo Weaving is in it because he, he's Elrond. <laughs> in of the yeah. Races, well. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he might be in it. Anyway, I might, I'm probably wrong, as I normally am. <laughs> um. Just shows yeah, up
1: in so he... Agent Smith halfway through. Well, he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> experimental, it's... isn't it? He's bound
0: <laughs> to turn up. Right, what do you Ewan? What are you giving it? Uh,
2: I give it a nine. Um, wow. Because I mean, uh, again, I, I it's funny when I recommended it, I, I, I probably would have given it a ten. But I but since watching it back, um, that, I mean, there are little there are little problems with it. Um, but I think that's mainly because of sort of at the time because obviously we're so sort of like we have a surfeit of great television coming out like every day nowadays and things are sort of pristine and perfect whereas i think back then it wasn't it, it at times it looks quite dated and i think a lot of the performances are quite exaggerated but in some ways i kind i kind of like that because it's still part of that world and i and i quite like that it's part of that world um and we haven't even mentioned carl McClacken who plays dale cooper the, uh, the the agent um who's gives it an amazing performance i think um and he kind of holds it all together i think i think if he wasn't there as a kind of um sort of a newbie sort of looking into the town I, I don't think it would really work but with him there still being fucking weird like he he smiles during like interrogation like the hard interrogations and like makes jokes and he's very sort of like inquisitive about the world and everything and that makes him likable but he's still a very weird character um but i still think it's an entrance into what i think is the greatest series ever made i i i i, I haven't seen every series that's ever been made but i <laughs> but i think it's um it, it's definitely my favorite i think so yeah. So Sherilyn Fenn,
0: I think that was the only reason I watched it originally. Um yeah, she'd, I been in, she'd been in a film called Two Moon Junction, which was a favorite of mine when I was about 15, 16. Mm. Mm. So uh well worth a watch, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I, is I, I, it, it I, is an erotic thriller, to be honest. So uh you may enjoy it, you may not, but Sherilyn Finn looks great in it. Well,
1: Fenn looks great in it. To be fair, I'd 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 probably say I, I'd give it, I'm. you know what, I'm going to give it the same as The Lamb, because as much as I personally might not go, oh, okay, this is my sort, you know, yeah. but I think it's really well done. And I think that the story is consistent. And I think it does, it, you know, I think, as Ewan said, it's one of those shows that impacted a lot of shows that came after it. Yeah. And I think, like similar to like Sopranos and stuff, and all you know other shows that have had other impacts. So I do, I respect it. Just if it's his experimental work, you are I'm, I'm, proper throwing.
0: You're proper throwing out boners tonight, though. That's two eight. <laughs> That's that, that is that's amazing. <laughs> right, <laughs> so many <laughs> boners. <laughs> so shall we move on to Dan's hot pick? <laughs> Right. <laughs> See say right yeah later um now mutant blast was uh dan's hot pick from last week um so i had to subscribe to trauma now um, okay, which is only a five or a month, and actually, there's some good stuff. But I've got a month's free, so it was on there. Mutant Blast.
1: Um, you've seen this, Larry, haven't you? I have. I didn't think I had when you put like so... an image. Up, I was like, "What's this?" And then I remembered that there's a dolphin mutant, and I was yes. like, "I have seen this." I was like, "This is the one with those like zombie esque creatures," and then so... it skips over to like. Other, yeah, I, I had
0: no idea what this was going to be about, and it was like a nuclear strike wipes out most of the city, and people mutate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, one of the main characters he mutates, and a. I, I hope you've seen this, Dan, because I'm gonna spoil it. Um, he, he has like a rat grow out of his, instead of his hand, it turns into a rat. <laughs> um there's other people there that uh, the girl that's with him so she she has ears growing out of her neck i think there's a guy <laughs> with hands growing out of his chest or something um there, there's there's a, do- all- there's a
1: dolphin there's a dolphin there's a, lobster. That walks,
0: a lobster um there's like at the beginning it's like there's a I don't know if they're doing experiments or something but there's a really big strong fella but it's just a, a it makes no sense at times. Um, yeah, so it, Larry has seen it, Dan. Um, I hope I you have, have too. This is your pick. Um, what language was it in? Um, uh, oh I, I, I can't remember. I,
1: I Yeah, I was going to say, I, I... That my... Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah, I remember with the... Um, because the thing i the thing i will give this film which i remember very clearly when i saw the image of the dolphin i was like i yeah i know and the thing is is that for the budget that it has which i don't think it's uh, like loads but i think that they use the budget very well and i think that the special effects are really good for what it is especially because you know and i think again i said i say this a lot now but what I really respect about films like this is that they know what they are. And they're not trying to be like, oh my God, this shot is going to, you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, what, you know, they want you to have fun with it. And I think, again, similar to Dead Snow, I think yeah. it's on the same level of that with mine. There's a few, like Troll 2 that we mentioned yeah. in our podcast recently. That's that's in there. I guess I put Birdemic in there, even though I, I think I rated Bird Demic. I can't remember what I rated Bird Birdemic. I don't think, I think it was great. You liked
0: great. it, didn't you? I think you didn't it mind
1: was, it. it. It was better than Swamp Ape, and it was better than
2: The Oh, throw. no.
0: It was better than... What was that thing we Jess made us watch? Cool. The Call...
2: Core, that's, that's it. Necro. That's it. No.
0: I want to know. You said Jess out. made you
2: watch. I swear you <laughs> chose
1: the films. <laughs> no, she's not. No, we, we all chose one each, didn't we? We all chose. I, oh, we, right. chose bird we chose Birdemic. We chose Birdemic one and two. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah, Kev was Swampave, and then Jess was um, Bird other film that I've already Caught. forgotten. Core, core, <laughs> and it was it was terrible. Um,
0: this is, is this uh, film Portuguese. This I can blast. That. I, I can't think it could, the could well could well be. Um but it, you, it, it, it was a lot of fun. Again, big lobsters and yeah, dolphin swordsmen and big sweaty men. Yeah. Um, when I remember <laughs> so I remember
1: specifically there's like that bit, isn't it, where he's chained up, he's like, oh, and then pulls up.
0: But <laughs> the bit that done me was when that giant rat turns up. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, and fucking and, and rips off matey's little rat hand, and like treats it in, and she's cuddling it isn't it? And like, it's incredible. It who come, who it's, comes it's up out with out. these ideas? Um, and put them all in a movie. It was it was madness. Um, it was a lot of fun. You 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 certainly pick them, Dan. Considering I don't think you had seen it at that point. Um, but it was it was great. So, uh, I I might even buy that. It it should go in my my uh my weird collection with Tammy and the T
1: Rex and (laughs) things like that. A lot, you know. So, it's a good one. It's a good one. Here's 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 one back to Dan. Have has have you seen? I think it has two different titles. One of them is Dead Alive, and the other one is Brain Dead by peter jackson because yeah we're not doing that next week are we no no well no no i just i just mean like it's interesting because the similar very similar vibe yeah um in fact if i remember i think that's how they promoted it in saying like oh it's like a peter jackson-esque young young peter jackson because i remember it was done I want to say it was done by a, not a known studio. It was done like almost put together. I don't want to say like a Kickstarter, but I'm going to use that word. But I don't know if it was done by that. But yeah, it'd be interesting to know if you've seen that one. If not, watch it. It's probably one of the best films. It's Rick, so silly. It's fun. It is fun. It's, we, it's, we, Yeah,
0: it's out there. We need another pick, then Dan, for uh, for next week. Um, if you can come up with a hot pick um yeah yeah so he said bad oh that's peter didn't that peter jackson as
1: well yeah bad taste um, um, bad not... bad bad taste wasn't uh yeah so bad bad taste was peter jackson yeah wasn't that before
2: brain Dead? that was
1: before brain dead but again it has two different titles and <laughs> the only copy i could actually buy i had to buy from uh, like germany import hmm. So, like, the case is similar to um the, the Blob, the remake that was written by Frank Darabont. You can only get that. You can't get it, like, as a a normal, like, Blu-ray or DVD. You have to get it imported.
0: Okay. So, Dan's <laughs> hot pick for next week is 13B, Fear Has a New Address. Now, <laughs> I've got no idea again what that is, whether it's... No, uh, I what, haven't what, seen this one. Is that... English Dan or is that um German or what is it?
2: I um, like I like how the title <laughs> I, I like how it's a new address as well, like fear is yeah. somewhere else. What was, was old like number 42 and thought oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number 12, number 12A. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> has a new address.
0: <laughs> oh okay, so like that is gonna be I'm going to have to write that down. I'm never going to remember that, am I? So, 13D. 13B. <laughs> Fear has a new address. Okay. <laughs> so it's about that time in the show to go to uh, what we've been watching this week. What have
2: you been watching?
0: No, seriously. What have you been watching? So lots for me. Oh dear, oh dear. I'm just going to touch upon one first, because I think we will do it as a main feature, if possible. Now, because I got Mubi, and I paid for it, and uh, and I remember someone mentioning, I think you, you in Titane, or Titane, um, which is a French film about a girl, I thought it was a boy at first, that has a bit of an accident, car and has some of her head replaced with i presume titanium Mm. um and uh how she gets on from there really Um, and i'm not going to give anything away because it's an absolutely mad film but what i got from this there's 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 a band called future islands and one of their songs is used really really well in this movie so since watching it, I've been listening to Future Islands all week. I don't know if you know who that band is.
2: No, no. Um,
0: they're incredible. I have to say. Um, and anyway, one of their songs is used in it. And then I'd started going back to back catalog and things like that. Um, yeah. And it's amazing. And and the, the lead singer's a great performer. But I think if we can do that in the future, maybe next week, week after, whatever, we're, you know, yeah. um, I want to talk about, about it properly. Um, so on Shudder, I watched Hal Bender. Do you know who the Adams family are? I know of them, yes. Right, so this ain't the Adams family, you know, from the TV show. So there are an Adams family uh, director, writer, the children act, the, the parents act, they do everything. Um, and they've had two, three films, out, maybe more, but at least a couple I've seen on Shudder. So the other day I watched Hellbender about a, I think they're witches um, living out in like a mountain range in America. And the girl's not really allowed to speak to people. Um, and uh, she does meet some people and how that escalates and, 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 The situations they get into the mum and the the daughter the witches are they're in their own little band as well so they there's music they write themselves and play in it um i don't want to give it up because you might actually like this you and all larry both of you might actually really get this because it's got really really high rotten tomato score at the moment um and they do everything themselves so there's very limited actors um, but I think they pretty much do the sound, everything, cameras, um, and two or three. And I did hear them in an interview with uh who was it? I don't think it was. It might have been the Final Guys, or it could have been the other show um, with Hunter Shea and Jack Campisi. Um, that that was really really good. So have a watch of that if you can. Um, my son made me watch Escape Room Tournament of Champions. <laughs> so have you seen Escape Room, Larry? I bet you and... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the second one, basically. More of the same. Um, but it's the Tournament of Champions. So guys that have actually survived to the end are all brought together and killed off. Um, it was all right. It was entertaining. It's kind of teenager's film, really. Some good scenes of rooms shrinking and people dining. I think there's um, a lot of people getting electrocuted in this one. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, it was all right. The other one I watched again on Shudder was called The Seed. Um, this one. There is three girls and they live... No, they don't know. One of the girls' parents owns a really nice place out in i don't know in the american countryside i suppose um and so the three of them are staying there there's swimming pools and one of them is an influencer you know the usual everything's being filmed they're wearing very little um and you know everything's uploaded so there's a uh, what would you call it oh what's the word for it when um when things come from space, what do you call it? Things coming from space. Landing on the earth. Um <laughs> what um UFOs? Um, no, no, like rocks. The, like Meteors. Meteors that come through the sky. See, sometimes I struggled words. Listeners know this. Um so they, they so one of them lands and they find this creature that I don't know what the fuck it is, but it looks a bit like <laughs> It looks, it looks a bit like a turtle because all the time it's like, like on its, right. And, and it, they, they bring it home and they start looking after it and feeding it shit and whatever, and <laughs> and and this, and the thing gets into their heads and, they, it ends up impregnating them and it's it's, it's. it's this sounds it's, wild.
1: <laughs>
0: it, 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 it's really good. It's it's on show. I I liked it a lot. Um, the girls are all very nice, but they're typical like influencers. One of them's not an influencer and a bit more reserved, the other one is very rich, and the other one's this influencer. But they all don't wear very much and they take a lot of drugs and do all that kind of stuff. And uh, and, and what happens with this kind of alien thing? And that is what the story is, and it is it's very, very entertaining. Um, I'd recommend it. It kept me engaged. Not nice. many things do that. So, they're the pretty much all I've watched. So, Titan, Titan, whatever. I want to revisit that. Um, the other thing is, I had my GTA 4 update delivered and I've been playing that. So, it looks. A GTA bit pre-
1: 4. Oh, GTA 5, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, my brain was like, Four? They've done enough. No, for five. Four? It's five, isn't it? So, Yeah. How um, is it? What would you rate it for the series? Uh,
0: it looks quite pretty. It's busier. I think yeah. I, I've been playing. So obviously I've finished it three times on the 360 yeah. on my on Xbox, ca- the, the on my campaign. PC. The campaign yeah. So I've the done PC. it on a PC. So like, oh, I'll just do it again. So yeah. it's it's busier. I will say that. There are things I don't remember. Yeah. Um, whether they've added that in or just didn't do it in the first place. I don't really know. Um, It's shinier. It's prettier at times. The cars look better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It is pretty much the same, really, because, like, obviously, all the cut are pretty much the same. Um, okay. They look, the, the, you know, they, they still don't look great, their heads, the acting yeah. and things. But, like, like, the cars look amazing. What's the um, online
1: like? Have you been
0: online? That, yeah, I went online briefly because that, that's the one thing I used to do all the time. And my son, we used to go online and yeah, just mess around, flying things about, and just what he would call being trolly or you know, yeah, yeah. Be, being, just blowing people out all the time, which I, I'm not really into. <laughs> but um, so I've been I've been going for it. it. It is a lot busier. So There's a lot more cars, a lot more people, and and things like that. And the low times are a lot better as well. So literally, yeah. do you know when you swap in between characters, bet that, is, in instant, that is that yeah. is seconds now and yeah. not three and a half hours or whatever it was before every time <laughs> you swap characters. So, yeah, no, it's 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 good, worth the fifteen quid or whatever it was.
1: Um okay. I might look into it. Yeah, yeah
0: you on the Xbox
1: Series X, aren't you? Are you, are you yeah, on? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's so. That's... That's what I primarily do. I, I do have my PlayStation as well because there are some just top games on the PlayStation. Yeah,
0: well, no, I agree. I've got a PlayStation a Four, but I haven't got a Five. <laughs>
1: well, I thought you said the Mist. I was like, no, the, <laughs> the best. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no that, that's the thing though. For me, for me personally, yeah, both both consoles are, are great. I think like. We're in like we're at a time now where there's so much cross-play between them both that I don't mm-hmm. think anyone really cares anymore. Whereas back in the day it used to be like Oh yeah, back was in the day it was the other... savage. <laughs> yeah, like literally people were just like, Oh, what are you want? Oh what? This the shit
2: box? And it was just like okay. Yeah, I remember I remember getting alienated so hard. <laughs> I, I did I did this like I once did like, like this drama group thing over the, over a summer once, like at a at a school or whatever. And um I said I play PS3 and everyone else were, were Xbox people. And it was just, it was savage. And I was like so like adamantly defending the PS3 yeah. whilst they're all just oh god. But I've yeah.
0: always had both, to be honest.
2: Um, but I don't think I'll get a PS5
1: yet, not considering no. It's one of those not things that like when, when yeah, when the time's right and yeah. money wise, if it's all good then happily i think both of them are just as good as each other but yeah like obviously everyone has their go-to and you pick that kind of first or like only and so much cross play now that you're all good unless unless i will say though the one thing i was very shocked about to hear was i know that xbox now owns bethesda Mm bethesda but i was very surprised that starcraft
2: isn't coming to playstation like Mm -hmm. at all
1: it's called starcraft
2: isn't it yeah I think so i mean, Which... I'm, more, I'm more depressed about elder scrolls to be honest but yeah yeah well
1: yeah they keep saying though elder scrolls is going to be like years after, like they've still got yeah. years to go and i'm like okay i won't get hyped until i see something <laughs> yeah they're probably by rockstar next microsoft <laughs> that would be depressing
0: yeah. yeah but yeah so i've had lots of fun with it um i haven't played that much i did watch a lot of telly last week but yeah that's it for me really so larry
1: oh uh, well you and do you want to go next oh, yeah go I've go got Ewan. My, yeah, sure. i've got my uh oh uh, yeah i've got my batman ramp <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah
0: have... we're batman yeah, rant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, a batman ramp um this
0: is going to okay. be the longest
2: ever episode so we should finish about <laughs> 10 o'clock tonight <scenario. laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> o'clock. so yeah so uh, i've been going on ps5 i've been playing more of uh horizon forbidden west nice. i think i'm nearly at 30 hours now it's one of those games where you just like where you have a main quest. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna go do the main quest. Then you like walk around for a bit. and like, Oh, it's another quest. Let's see if I can do that. And then that sidles you off for like hours when you complete this quest. And it's like, oh, okay, now I have to like you know do some work maybe <laughs> after, after hours. <laughs> so it's a game no. that eats a lot of your time, but I've been I've been really enjoying it. And it's uh, it's one of these sort of really immersive worlds where you just go in and just and it's like I I, I just went into it was interesting like like the l- latest thing I went into was like um Las Vegas, but like post-apocalyptic Las Vegas, where it's like all like drowned in, in sand. It was it was interesting because I kind of for some reason I expected it to be like um it, it's the only Resident Evil movie I've ever seen, but I think it's like the third Resident Evil movie where they go to Las like, Vegas and it's all yeah. in sand and stuff like that. It doesn't it didn't look like that, which I was kind of thankful for um because it was sort of like it was like literally buried. So there's only like things like sticking out there. But it's a really interesting Uh, level and you have to go sort of underground and uncover things but it's really good Um, I I watched um, uh, it came out in cinemas on Friday I watched it last Monday I think Um, The Phantom of the Open which is a new British movie um, starring Mark Rylance uh, as a he plays a golfer or well in, in some ways a golfer called Morris Flitcroft who was in in the 70s he was uh, famous for doing the worst round of golf in the <laughs> British Open uh, ever. Oh wow! Um, and it's a very, it's a very good movie. He's a very much less sort of it's, it's very much featuring a kind of um, British cinema tradition of like the working class hero. Um, he's sort of like he's, sort of, he's just he's made redundant from from being a crane driver, and he is suddenly in this position of like following a dream and he realised he hasn't had a dream since he was a kid and then he suddenly has a—he suddenly goes to sleep and has a dream of playing golf so he's like okay I'm going to play golf professionally and he, he somehow wheedles his way into the British Open which usually closes its doors to sort of like working class people and he sort of has to work through the class but he sort of gets through illegally he sort of goes through a different identity, he, he like puts on the form that he's a professional even though he's never played a round of golf and he goes there and he plays the worst game ever um but it's a really actually it's a re- as well as being really really funny it's a really sort of charming and life-affirming movie it's it's one of those where it's like again i think this is very british or at least it should be very british of sort of like um celebrating one's failures and kind of um just seeing that as kind of almost a road to um like, like sort of embracing one's mistakes i, I don't i don't think like uh, uh, this may be generalizing, but I don't think a lot of Americans would get that no offense to the Americans who are listening and watching. But it's um, he is
0: he's trying to offend you on purpose, guys. Tempest yeah, yeah. I,
2: I hate cough. you all. Um, no, I don't. I love you all. Um, but I think I think there was, there's a lot in American culture about success being the top priority and being sort of like. Uh, the, the ultimate goal is to be successful. It's a sort of American dream sort of situation. Whereas I think in Britain, we're very much like um, stay in your lane <laughs> and sort of like <laughs> do what you're supposed to do. And I think I I like the fact that this film is kind of, even though it is sort of, you know, it's very much sort of working class against establishment sort of situation. It's still like, I, I think it's very sort of sweet in a weird way. It, 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 it's nice to have a film that is about, you um, uh, enjoying your failures as, as much as your successes, because I think <laughs> through most of our lives, let's face it, we fail more than we have success, unless you're really, really lucky in what you do. And I think it's quite, it's quite nice to see a film like that as opposed to something which is just celebrating success. Um, yeah. So I really enjoyed it. I thought it's good. Phantom of the Open, it's called, um, and it, ca- it came out on Friday, and I'm assuming being cinemas for a few weeks yeah. So yeah, that's good.
0: Right, Phantom of the Open. So. It's nice. time to move on to what Larry thought of
1: Batman. Well, the only other thing that I'll mention is I watched... It's on Disney+, Plus, if anyone's interested. But um, yeah, go it's on. a sh- show called Screen Queens. I've watched it before, but a long time ago. And I yeah, re-watched, re-watched... Was that
2: on Channel 4? Or Netflix
1: or something? It, it, yeah, it was something like that. And they've put it on... They put the two, There was only ever two seasons of it. I don't know if they're going to continue it. But yeah, no, re that and highly enjoyable. Again, I love it because it's just, it knows what it is and it just has fun with the whole slasher. It tries, you know, comedy. And I think it came out around the time of Scream 4. So it was that kind of similar vibe of that film. So if you enjoy that film, I think you'd have some enjoyment of it. Um, right. <laughs> so then, the I had to Yeah, I had to, I, I've had to think about this a lot. And I think I love it, <laughs> but, yep. but, but there are things that sadly like there, there are things that aren't perfect in it. So I think if someone turned to me and said, this is a perfect film, I'd still be like, no, it, it's, I love it personally, but I respect because I can forgive the flaws that it has. Mm but i can understand people being like this is not what i expected but i i loved how it was a detective like a detective story i equally loved how it's you know it's year two batman and the film does a great job of having the character basically still in a mode of oh i batman's all i have in my life like the batman is what i put all my focus on uh and he hasn't quite distinguished the difference between going around beating the living crap out of people and saying, I'm vengeance, and then actually being a hero and saying, you know, I am justice.
2: Yeah, can I, can I, sorry to interrupt? Yeah, no, go ahead. Can, go I, for can it. I, can I ask about uh-huh. vengeance? Because mm-hmm. that's what really confused me. Because I haven't, I haven't read the comics, I'll be honest, or I haven't, and I've only really seen The Dark Knight. Um, trilogy in terms of um batman and, and the, ba- the uh, ben affleck batmans as well um but yeah. i didn't in vengeance get... as well isn't he? well but i didn't i didn't understand when they kept on calling him vengeance right so um, i i thought at first it was like oh you vengeance okay that's like a preliminary name that will lead to the batman but then the riddler calls him the batman and so he's sort yeah. of like I, I... well so well so vengeance is very much what he this
1: is this is what i loved about the film and what they get so right about the character is that in his earlier years batman especially like from comics and different lore but batman is like a brute force and vengeance comes from him obviously with his own history which i think everyone knows um that obviously his parents were murdered when he was young and so he has kind of manifested this Batman for vengeance. So it's like what we know that's his calling card, if anything. So when people hear him and see him, it's like, oh God, there's vengeance. But the whole point of the film is that he's just dis- has to make that distinct distinction between am I just a- as bad and do I go around kick the living crap out of people or do I become a hero and s- and save the day and like you know what it means to be a superhero um it's shot amazingly uh to answer dan's question no sadly not uh, is arnold mr. Still mr. Freeze. uh yeah <laughs> arnold is not still mr freeze um paul dano as the uh, again spoilers because i will i'm gonna just slide it just in case so if you haven't seen it, everything, I think everything I've said up till now isn't a spoiler. Um, but yeah, Paul Dano as the Riddler is great. Um, there's, you know, I was, sorry, I'll go through the things that I... That I, didn't I, like I didn't like him. I didn't like him. I, But I think the thing is, is again... Paul i was dano. jim carrey that's what i was thinking what, so this is this is this was the thing that the i car- was a bit character wise yeah this this is the thing though like because for me personally again when you read a comic and how they're done like everyone has i guess their own interpretation of how the hero see it but paul dano does such a good do- job of playing the riddler of how he is and you know if anyone's played the games you know oh, okay. that it's very similar yeah. and yeah he is like you know I and and I think what they do very well is you think you you know for a for a Batman film what I do think they do well is they trick the audience into going like okay Riddler what knows who Batman is and that's why he's fucking with him and yet it's so opposite which is so true to the Riddler of being like oh no I thought you know like you inspired me to become this it's like. <laughs> You know, that's we're best friends. Oh, let's watch the city burn together. And then you have got Batman, like you know,
2: what what is going on? Like you're a nutbag. Mm. Um, I was kind of, I kind of like that they sort of worked in the sort of, like, I think they brought it up to the modern day in some ways, and that they've kind of yeah. made him into like a raging incel, and I quite, I quite yeah. enjoyed that. And 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 that's like, and props to the film. I I
1: love like. The action was great. The characters I did really like. I liked the plot. The things I didn't like are uh, there are huge for me personally. There's a huge pacing issue issue in the middle where they decide to kind of drop the Riddler for a good hour hour maybe forty minutes and they decide let's focus on Batman and his backstory. And I don't mind that, but equally, I was a bit when i was when i was watching it i was there were just moments where i was like oh for the love of christ like just just i get it and what annoyed me was that and i fully get it that people might like this but what i didn't like was that they had Falcone, like you know Falcone, say one thing basically being like oh your parents died because uh moroni basically had them killed and then batman's like you know or robert patterson as um bruce wayne is like so that's definitively what happened and then the character's like i don't know actually you know like 50 50 you know i don't know (laughs) and then you have a really great scene with alfred in the hospital and alfred's like oh yeah no bruce you know that's bullshit you're you know blah 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 with the plot and you know i'm sure everyone will get the plot um and yet, then, back, you know, Bruce Wayne's like, yeah. "Oh, Alfred." So that's what happened. And Alfred's like, ah, "I don't know. I mean, I can't yeah, be yeah. sure." And I mean, that for... was
2: for me. That was like the least interesting part of the yeah, film. I think yeah. the it's, strand it's was so it's all... weird. Yeah, yeah. But the 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 the
1: you know the car the car chase was amazing, and was so surprised that there's hardly any CGI in it. I think the bit with the trucks where they all fall is CGI but everything else is practical which you can mm-hmm. tell because it's just mounting a camera while they're actually having a chase um i i my my biggest issue with the film and it's something that i am annoyed about and they won't change it because they've done the first film and i think they want to make 3 of these films which i like i love the idea of that um but my biggest complaint is they should have made it an 18 and they should have really embraced you know they talked about a lot of oh this is based on the Zodiac killer and this is based on oh we want it to be like Seven and it does the mood feels like Seven but when when you want me as an audience member to watch Batman come into a crime scene and then you have characters go why is there so much blood and there's no blood And and when they lift a hand up and say like oh my god they cut off this guy's finger And it's completely bare bone dry like that. And then they find the thumb later and it doesn't want to show you. And going in with that, the reason why it was my biggest complaint is because the Riddler's such a good character, but you do him an injustice when you, a disjustice or whatever. You you, you basically floor his character when you're like, oh, he has all these traps like Mm Saw. And you're like, oh, that's creepy. And they don't show it. They'll show yeah. you maybe the trap, and then they go like, "But, it, oh, but for the younger kids who are watching, yeah. they don't." Mind. And it's like, and it's like that should have been the that would have made it for me feel more like this is a this is a villain who the Batman hasn't come across yet, and and in this universe of starting off with year two, and and going sorry going in with that. Lastly, the last thing I really didn't like was I don't. I am a, I'm a big Batman fan. I'm not a huge DC fan, but I'm a big Batman fan. And I get it, right? I get it. If you're a studio and you're making a Batman film, whether or not he's your main villain, you're going to sit there and go, how do we shoehorn and shove the Joker into just one scene in our film? <laughs> And I got so mad because I was expecting that scene to last a second. I thought he was going to maybe say like, oh, it's a cruel joke. And you could go, oh, is that the Joker? Maybe. Nah, they have it last five minutes of them being like, do you want a friend? I'll be a friend. I'm the Joker. (laughs) Have you guessed I'm the Joker? It's I'm the Joker. Here's my laugh. (laughs) <laughs> and I just, for me personally, I wasn't a fan. And I think it took away from the Riddler because I was like, well, I don't give a shit. Like, okay. I, I get that Heath Ledger played a great Joker character, but I don't need to see Joker. Yeah. But um, but yeah, summarizing, I think I, think I, I really did enjoy it. And I think it's not going to be for everybody. I do think there are going to be people who say, oh, this was shit. But I do, would, the only thing I would say is that I would remember that that this film is not trying to be nolan's batman Mm. it's trying to be very comic book accurate and i do think as well that this is again year two batman where most of these villains aren't who we know them as so you know penguin is done so well in the film with colin uh, colin farrell's performance and all that makeup but what's so good is that he's cheesy But he's not quite penguin cheesy yet, where he's, you know, disheveled hair and a big hat and waddling like a penguin. And I like that aspect. So for me personally, I would give it a solid 9 out of 10. But I am being subjective because I am a huge Batman fan. And I think this film, if you're a fan of the comics and you read a lot of the comics and you're, you know, you invest yourself in the world building, but equally, I do respect that a lot of people are going to go into this film and go, you know, it's three hours fucking long and I don't think it needed to be three hours
2: I
0: I went with my son to see this. Uh, We went in the posh seats and uh, it that there were there were a couple of times where we just looked at each other and it was great as a parent one of the scenes was where he's nearly where where batman's nearly done and he injects himself with something and then he goes to town and mm. i don't know what he's injecting himself with or what it was but like we and it was it was it was great me and my son looking at each other going wow this is amazing and it was also with the car scene as well. Like some of that were, was yeah. incredible. And I will honestly say, you know, I literally only watch horror. Really, there's not much else I watch or sci-fi. But it was the best thing I've seen at the cinema for a long, long time. And although yeah. it was very, very long, to me it didn't feel like it. I still wanted a little, yeah. a little bit, a little bit more. Um, it was. It, you know, I'm, I would agree. It's it's nine. I would say it's, I would say, I remember going to the very first. So in 19, whenever it was, 86 or 87, whenever Batman came out, it was the first 12 film in the UK, I think. So hmm. before then, you had your PGs, you had 15s and 18s. So there was an actually a film that was a bit more violent. So, like, that one and this
1: new one and my favourites of all. So like like they really bring it home. Yeah. I just um, I just like because you mentioned a scene and this would be my example of exactly how I feel about this film. There's the scene that you mentioned where he injects him with, you know, it could what be was anything it? from. Well, it could be adrenaline, but I think if they're going comic book accurate, it'll be venom, which is what Bane injects himself with in order yeah. to like go huge. Um but obviously, not that much to do that have the reaction that Bane has. But this was my issue with it: is that you've got a scene like that where he injects himself, and it's good again. Robert Patterson, I mean, credit given where credit is. You know what? Cheap.
0: Where did but... it all go wrong with the lighthouse? He's such a great actor, and he? he goes and does that. No, no. <laughs> so, I, mean, I, wouldn't,
1: like, I, I wouldn't. Be the lads, lads
0: dropped down, and he stepped it back up. No, I wouldn't they? be from, from Harry would...
1: Potter. To, to like <laughs> I to wouldn't be surprised if Matt lighthouse. Reeves I wouldn't be mm. surprised if Matt I, in fact I do think Matt Reeves has said this on an interview I think The Lighthouse Good Time and there was another film he did that is the reason why he picked him for The Batman so uh without The Lighthouse you wouldn't have this film <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we speak, but, and I'm but... sure this lad can do better <laughs> But then, um... like, my, my 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 going back to like this this scene that you mentioned. Th- this yeah. was my issue with it. He injects himself with that, and you're like, "This is great." Beats a guy, and when I say beats a guy, I'm not exaggerating. He beats a guy's face like consistent to where the point where characters have to say like "stop." And because the film's like, "Oh, we want to make sure that all the kiddies don't get too scared," they take his mask off. This guy who's had his face, he would be knocked out blooded all over probably not speaking straight and yet he's got a tight the tiniest baby scratch (laughs) and 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 then he turns like he's able to sit up to the batman and be like oh i'm vengeance and i'm like right this is my biggest issue with this film which is why it doesn't get a solid you know no i I, (laughs) i i just i just find that if you're gonna go for a tone that's dark respectively you can't baby it down. And what I think this film does struggle with, which is a huge negative for me, is that where it gets everything else so right of comic book accuracy, of like the feeling, like those first minutes where he's speaking and you seeing all these criminals shit their pants at just shadows in the night. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly. I agree with Dan that. See, the lighthouse was the lighthouse compared a hundred percent but that this this is my bit again it goes into this thing of if you're gonna do it and you keep going like oh my god i watched all of david finch's work and all oh, seven and this is inspired by seven uh-huh. you 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 can't for me personally you can't you i yeah okay sell sales wise you're not gonna make as much money and that's the main reason they did it obviously but that was a huge criticism for me because there were scenes where i was like there is a guy. There is a scene in this film where a guy has a bomb around his neck and he explodes. And because it is a 15, where they're like, we don't want to baby the water and make it too bloody, there's just a little baby explosion that, yes, throws Batman back. But I'm like, if you really wanted to capture that kind of like this, this killer is, you know, I think that especially if you're going the route of sore traps where you're having these really clever and in fact i think works so well for the film of having traps where like rats will eat someone's face and it's like oh you've got this amount of time before and you've got to solve my riddle but when you then go like oh let's show a picture that gordon holds up of the face but it's on screen for 30 not even like two seconds that you can't see it and you go oh why do i give a shit like i i don't in that factor it did let me down but i think what's so good about it is it it knows it's going from the comics and i think this um another reviewer said this and i think i'm going to just re-quote their words i think it's the best on-screen batman we've got and i'm not saying it's the best film because i do think that like the dark knight i do think still holds up as that film that's just perfectly paced has you know and but i think this film really does understand and i think what it gets very clear is this is not a uh batman goes around and does hero it is very much a character piece on the batman yeah. kind of similar to what the joker was with joaquin phoenix and i just think that if you go into the film and just accept that and kind of say okay it's not going to be christopher nolan's big ass you know cars and explosions everywhere I actually think it's a very solid start but my only thing is if they're gonna make sequels go, just go just embrace the fact how you want it to be dark just just don't worry about it and also I don't need every other film to be three to four hours <laughs> like you can cut some stuff that was well, not I thought enough. it was
0: uh, amazing
1: I yeah it say. definitely and was I, I, I't think I it was amazing I don't think
0: it was too I don't mind watching a two and a half hour film if it's decent
1: Oh, so that's the thing. That's I. Oh, sorry, right. I just I, I will re- like reiterate. Like, it's not the length because I would yeah. I agree with you. I never sat there and was like, "Fuck, this is." I need like how long have I been in here? But there is just a part in the film where they decide yeah. to drop a huge plot point, which is like, we got to go for the Riddler, and they decide to go. Oh well, this isn't an origin story for the Batman, but let's just touch <clears throat> upon his origin story. And for me, I'm like, eh, you could have left that for film two. And I would have been fine with that, but I again I agree with you. It, it's it's very good, and I think that Matt Reeves, just the way it's shot, and the cinematography alone. And he did Planet think, of the
0: Apes, didn't he, and things which, which yeah are Clover Cloverfield, yeah, which he yeah. wants to do a sequel to. Yeah, great direction. So
1: yeah, and yeah, all good, and, and the cast the cast was really well cast. Um, yeah, just solid, and I think I like the Bruce Wayne that they go for in this film. He's not. The philanthropist who's out there in his suits and spending money to keep up the persona at the moment, he's just only got the Batman. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really good. I would recommend it. And, like I said, I'd give it a solid nine out of 10. And I do respect that not everyone is going to feel the same. um And I think it's just one of those films that sadly is going to be a bit to some polarizing. <laughs> thanks dan in the Nordic country we
0: sleep at this time of night so like we are running we've been going for an hour and 40 minutes and we appreciate you watching dan um and we look forward to your hot pick next next week 13b fear has a new address is that an, Ind- is that an indian film per chance um i think it might be um so, anyway, so next week would be our episode 74. Would you like to do Titan t- next week, or do you fancy doing something else? I don't mind either way. It's up to you. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Where,
1: whereabouts again can find it. Is it on like you a can?
0: I got it off Movie, which you'd have, to, you you'd have to pay for that, I
1: think. I, right. I thought, I'll, I'll, I'll go I off my previous, previous subscription. I'll go. Yeah, so if you log yeah, into in there, plus. Yeah,
0: they they, they should have it on there, so no, I'm, I'm yeah. probably going to watch it again because it's a really very interesting movie, Titan. Um, mm. and then we've got Dan's Hot Pick, obviously, 13b. Here's a new address. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's the uh, Bones Horror Pod, and you know how I feel about Facebook, you can fuck off. Uh, <laughs> and we and also we've got Instagram Bones Horror Pod, which Jess looks at occasionally. Um, <laughs> If you want to email us or get involved or anything else, just you know, contact us on Twitter or we've got an email address is boneshorrorpod at gmail.com. Um so yeah, so we will be back next week. And uh I don't know if it'll be this I might be two hours long next week. Who knows? <laughs> well, we're enjoying this so much that you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's good to discuss. Hopefully Jess will be back next week doing the trailers and things, because we miss all that. Mm. I am incapable of doing any of that. To be honest, um, absolutely incapable. So there's no point. It go all wrong. So we will see you next week, then, guys. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye
1: bye.